This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. One week later, and Rob is already backing off of his marijuana hiatus. So sad. But when he heard Beto O'Rourke dropped out of the presidential race and therefore Genkos would never be named the National Pants of America, Rob was so upset he just had to toke up. Poor little guy. Anyway, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, I'm getting through it. I'm getting through it. My Gen X pal, Beto O'Rourke. Dropped out, but, but thankfully I've stocked up on Jenkos. I'll have enough for the rest of my life. For okay. me, that's the least interesting part of that. The most interesting was that you broke your uh, mm-hmm. your pot uh, streak. Well, I only said I was gonna not smoke till the weekend, so I didn't. I kept my promise. And how about now? Because it's been two days since the weekend. Have you mm-hmm. gone back on the wagon? We'll get into it. <laughs> oh, so that's a no. Uh, that is a no. It's a no. It's Rob. With a story. It's Rob, here with Noah, Hello. Sid, and 3D. I don't have a burp on deck, and <laughs> I feel upstaged by Sid slightly. Sorry. It's quite all right. <laughs> Welcome to the Metal Injection po- uh, Podcast. Welcome uh, to the Metal yeah, Injection Livecast. How dare you? <laughs> it's not the Metal Injection Podcast, because there is a fine array of other podcasts. Well, there's one other one. Okay, point. a fine array of one. Of <laughs> <laughs> two. Uh, uh, you can be a part of the show if you're listening live. We are live every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 3.30 Pacific. Uh, the number to dial is 213-WIDE-NUT. And, of course, if you're a fan of the show and you just need a little more uh, you need a little more fix of the Metal Injection Livecast, you can always join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Livecast. We have at least one bonus episode a month. This month we're going to have two little ditties for you. And uh, we've already posted a great interview with Blake from Pig Destroyer on the Patreon. And in past months, we did a Pantera watch-along and a Motley Crue the Dirt watch-along. And we post other stuff throughout the month as, like, little updates. <clears throat> so you could be a part of that at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast for as low as $5 a month. As, uh, as we always say that um, sometimes we'll say, oh, that interview flew by. But with Blake, I have to say, that interview, I, it was the blink of an eye was over because it was a so... blink f- of an eye. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Was he is he is so funny uh, and natural and just charming. And honest and open. Like, he yeah. talked oh. shit about some yeah. music so, people. A lot. No filter on that <laughs> no. man whatsoever. Yes. Highly recommend Bless it. his soul. A wonderful person. And uh, we have another wonderful person calling in. Uh, in just a little bit, Kenny Hickey, legendary guitarist of Typo Negative, and uh, he's going to be talking about his new band. <coughs> I don't know why I caught. Is that the band. name of the band? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, not, not SEO. <laughs> his new band is uh, Silver Tomb. Ah, and uh, for some reason, Sid tried to put it in my. Put, so what, what did you try to put in my head? I said, Rob, whatever you do, don't accidentally call his band Silver Chair. I know. It's like now it's in my head, you jerk. It's, it's like an upgrade. It's like they went from a chair to a tomb. They're getting more serious. Same same kids. Uh, but yeah, so back to the the pot thing. I said last week I wanted to take a break from pot because I haven't hadn't taken a break from pot. In, uh, in let me let me drink a little. So it's not a, a br- so so it wasn't such a commitment that you were trying to quit. It was just I needed a few days off. I don't think I. Yeah, like I definitely don't want to quit. I just want to uh, scale it back. I see. Uh, Because I have not fallen in love with marijuana, fallen out of love with marijuana. (laughs) 
Uh, How about silver I'm, chair? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely fallen out of love with silver chair. I like them for like two minutes. Wait till uh, tomorrow. Eh, a couple of good songs. They had a couple of good songs, yeah. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't even listened to them in like at least 10 years. So uh, with the pot thing, I just wanted to see if I could have the self-control to just not smoke pot. Because I would nev- I never, uh, I always caved in mm-hmm. on like what I said to myself. So how long were you sober? Uh, throughout the whole week. So uh, I said I wasn't going to smoke until Saturday morning. From Tuesday to Saturday? Uh, from Monday night to Saturday. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. But I said I was going to smoke till Saturday, but I smoked Friday night. But I'm, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Shabbos. Yeah, the Shabbos. Yeah, it was Sunday. Itchy like during the week. Did you feel tense or anxious? I had huge anxiety. I was definitely having the withdrawal stuff, and I looked it up, and it's totally a thing. Like whereas marijuana is not physically addictive, you can form like much like with doing anything, you could form a dependency to it. Right. And I'm sure I. I mean, like, I've been smoking essentially every day for at least 10 years. So Was it, like, an oral <laughs> fixation that you had? No. Uh, it was just anxiety. <laughs> I just had oh, a okay. layer of anxiety at all times. Would not go away from morning till night. <laughs> and it made me think, like, is this some unchecked thing that I, like, I just was self-medicating? Yes. You've been doing it and so long is, you yes. didn't even know you had it. Right. Uh, I think I think that yeah. that definitely is part of it. Uh, but also the anxiety could be a result of weaning off of weed, like because I, I started looking up uh, certain things and they were like, yeah, you could be depressed. Some people reported vomiting or, mm. uh, you know, huge cravings, which I obviously had uh, for weed. But like my appetite was great. <laughs> it was like uh, I ate completely sensible uh, portions. I had no desire to snack. Mm. Uh, During so, the weed or yeah. bef- after you stopped, like while you stopped, you mean you had while I stopped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so I mean, there were other things going on that kind of uh, might have distracted. It was it was a busy week, so that's the other thing. It's like who Halloween knows? If prep. Was, yeah, no, I didn't do anything. By any <laughs> chance, on the Shabbos when you stopped smoking <laughs> uh, weed, did did a any Orthodox people as you were walking by with a sparked joint ask you to light their <laughs> oven with it? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I see. I, I'm, I'm sparking the joint, yeah. and they're like, "Come right. in and light my yeah, other yes. joint." Would you mind? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm. I'm. I initially was like, "Can I just not smoke during the week?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to not smoke during the week." I have to <laughs> say, I and I and I, as you know, smoked weed basically every day mm-hmm. as as a young man uh, for many years. Well, not every day, but like close to it. But I don't have, I don't share with you that feeling that I had to smoke. Like to me, it was more circumstantial. Like I just hung out with people that smoked weed all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just something that, oh, they're passing me a joint, so I'll smoke. And I was always around these people who smoked weed constantly. But I never, like once that, like I migrated away from people smoking weed all the time, I didn't feel any need to go, oh my God, I got to get high now. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like, like I was always <laughs> smoking weed. like i was like i i was pretty set in like not doing it though but it's not like i didn't want to do it i told i always wanted yeah. to do it as a matter of fact uh, towards the end when i when i stopped like really smoking weed every day and i would just do it socially i was only when i hung out with you and like noah and other people that smoked weed that i would do it mm-hmm. so i feel like it was just you know what i mean like it, it's who you stay with yeah. But for you, I'm saying we had like a much different outlook on weed. Like I think you just saw it as like a way of life, you know? 
Oh yeah. I never had, even though well, I enjoyed I it. Think, I saying. honestly do think that part of it was the self-medicating. I think it was because it, like, uh, like it took the edge off. You well, know? What were you medicating against specifically? Anxiety, hyper hyperactivity. Oh, I see. Uh, at first, hyperactivity. Now that I is don't not a I... word I would associate with you whatsoever. But is it because you always <laughs> you always you were smoking activity? Um, <laughs> do you no, like I was I was very hyper. He was yeah, a spaz. I yeah. never. Th- no, Paz. Uh, Paz the Spaz. We still oh, just, is that some people called you? No. Paz was It is now, buddy. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it was his air name on the radio show. Paz. College Paz. Show. Paz. nickname out of high school. <laughs> Wait, what? What? As opposed to your nickname in high school. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. But uh, I knew one person that called you Spaz, but it was he has no room to talk. He was like the biggest. Who was uh, it? Well, I mean, the audience is not going to know. Who he is. Yeah, I know. His name is Keith. You know Keith. Oh, okay, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I'm not insulted by <laughs> him insulting. These me. are real. <laughs> I've done much better in life than him. Yeah. So it's okay. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> he did uh, delivers for Uber Eats now. I always right? liked him too. That was. Yeah. But that's fine. He just does it to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was just a heel. It's okay. Rob, uh, you should order Uber Eats and have him deliver to you just so you can big time him. <laughs> Like, I want before you tip. before you do that. I don't know that it's Uber Eats. It's one of those. I'm just gonna order from all of them. <laughs> Until he Door shows dash. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? No, damn. <laughs> just day. piles and piles of takeout. <laughs> so just normal. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah cough some too much takeout. Um, but yeah. So I think yeah. At first, it was because I was very very hyper, and it was like it really chilled me out. It really. Uh, mellowed me out, and then, uh, and then I think, I'm not. Yeah, this anxiety thing. I don't know. I've def. I definitely developed anxiety, like, on on its own, like without the weed, just through work and whatever. I would notice, like, oh, I, I would. I didn't even know what it was. I didn't even know it was anxiety until like someone explained what that was. I met someone who would have panic attacks, and I'd be like, oh, like I. Never had it that extreme, but I can some I can relate to the buildup to it. You know, so um, I'm a person that used to. uh, I feel that I had anxiety to begin with, and when I would smoke weed, it would sometimes heighten it, make my anxiety worse. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Uh, There's definitely. I mean, I think that's what sativas. It it definitely uh, can do that. Um, That word didn't exist when I was. No, I hear you. (laughs) But. Weed's great. That's a, but anyway. So I'm I'm not smoking. Like I'm I'm just trying to smoke a little bit so at the end of the day. Schedule? Oh, it's, okay. So you, like every day still, but just right. at the end of your work. Well, not necessarily every day, but uh, but probably. Every but day. most likely. Well, but ask you, no sooner than the end of the day. If I can ask you, like, so you let's say, right? You're doing it. You're limiting it to once a day, whatever. Mm-hmm. At the end. What's your? Is there a goal? Like, where it's less than that, or is that where you want to stop? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of taking it, uh, I guess maybe less than that. Yeah, sure. I, I'd like to not smoke every day, but, uh, All right. I'm sorry for asking so many questions. This is fascinating to me. Like you not smoking weed is blowing my mind. <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh, well, yeah, I just, I, I, uh, what really hit it to me was like last weekend, not this past weekend, the weekend before when it was just like really crappy out. And so I didn't want to do anything, and I just sat at home and got high, and I was just like, well, I really just, like, what did I do? Like, I just burned through the, literally burned through the day. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I should not, I should, like, 
experience life sober so that I could have something to think about when I'm high or whatever. I'm supposed to just be high the whole time. And I have to ask Sid a question. Have you noticed uh, fewer typos? I, I mean, I, it, I don't look. I don't. It's very random how I stumble upon the typos. Like, I'm not like checking every article. If right. it's like a big article that I feel like, all right, if Rob fucked this one up, a lot of people will see it. Uh-huh. I'll check it. Okay. Or if it's something that's personally interesting to me, I'll check it. Uh-huh. So it, it, I think it's just been a slow week, so I can't really uh-huh. say one way or the other. But it could be that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the Rage Against the Machine reunion article, I don't think had any typos. So mm, there's that, that at least. Awesome. Yeah, I'm very excited about that news, actually. Great job. It's, it's, <laughs> there's no typos? Yeah. No, no, no. No, about the, news the news about the rage against the, the reunion. Come on, Noah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just thought Rob was so excited to have finally had an article. It's interesting <laughs> how like people are so... are so. I'm going to ignore that. Uh, <laughs> Rob is actually, I will say one thing. Rob is a great writer. He does have typos here and there. Oh, thank a lot you. of personality. He has just the way you write content is very engaging. I have to give you Oh, I appreciate that. that. I never uh I have zero confidence in my writing. I don't even consider it's myself nonsense. a writer. So. You're a good writer. Uh, yeah, but, also the you. videos, like all the video interviews that you do is just like it comes through in the writing and the video. Do you still do those? No, I haven't done a video interview in quite a while. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I oh, guess the wrestling thing. She saw something on Lamb Goat and confused. old one. But now that you're lucid, maybe you'd be interested in doing video. Mm, I still want to leave the house. (laughs) 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 I'd have to to do that. Uh, No, but uh, someone who's going to have plenty of downtime, it seems, is Mike Francesa, (laughs) friend of the show. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So there's so much. There's so many. It's been a big week for our boy. (laughs) Big week for Mike Francesa. So which, which, which one should we start with? The, the oh, who cares? <laughs> we got to start with Fartgate, I think. Okay, so well, what is Wait, the Wait, there was here? another thing besides Fartgate? Well, he announced, I think, today that he uh, pretty soon is going to be going off after oh, and driving. Right. No, yeah. isn't the other link the uh, him with the topless women or something? Might oh, be. yeah, that was that was a while ago. I think that, that was, last was week. before our, our... We just didn't get to it last week. Yeah. It yeah. happened before the show. But uh, so... You want the summary of Fartgate? Yeah. So me. Mike Francesa is doing like one of his, you know, uh, soliloquies. And it, it's I, it's like 90% sure he cuts a fart. Uh, it's small. It's and not like a pro, he kept going. He keeps yeah. going, right. Like he's on serious. <laughs> okay, can we hear this clip? And Sure. You have it? Yeah, I have okay. it. I don't usually make rash decisions with coaches. I try to be reasonable. I'll let you know when it's coming. I understand what their livelihood is. What's wrong with his voice? Yeah, it sounds way. like he's like just at a funeral or <laughs> he's been screaming Tired. a lot. I don't want to talk too loud. I was sucking on some lemons before. I mean, it's been a tough week in the ratings for him, so he might have oh, that's been right. screaming at like man. <laughs> that was the other thing. He lost his the Mike, ratings Michael battle yeah. to right. ESPN for the yeah. first time in, what, a million years. Yeah. Right. And rather than being... You know the bet like the the bigger person, like he he was he like sets up heel promo about <laughs> it. Like I oh everyone gets lucky or something. No, like what that. he said was uh, you know I beat them a million times in a row. That's like uh, you know a football game. You're up seventy two to nothing, and the guy uh, gets a touchdown on you, and you, and he does an end zone dance. That's what it's like celebrating. Uh, that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was it, and it was like <laughs> what. <laughs> Get out of here! Just shut up! You lost. I mean, the other shows scumbags just like him. Like, yeah, there's no, yeah. There's no reason for me to be happy that he lost, except the that fact he that he's, he's going to swarm. Yeah. It's like when Trump goes after another Republican. <laughs> yes. Like, you hate both of them, but like, it's so right. great to have like Trump like with his heel right. fury yeah. at someone you also Hello, hate. Marco Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Or like anytime he fires somebody, it's so uh, it's hilarious to watch how he like yeah. oh, John Bolton. Yeah, well, he's an like, idiot. He started the Iraq War. These like elite upper crust scumbags that have never faced any pushback to anything they've wanted to do in their life, yes. and now this like sack of gummy bears walk waddles into the White House and has now has the authority to like suddenly tell them that they can't do something. The thing that always impressed me too is how he just terribly shits on someone as they're fired but it's like you hired this person like yes nobody acknowledges them. uh i was uh, uh medicated and nyquil yeah. at the time doesn't count <laughs> uh, all right so let's get back Coaches, to this. i try to be reasonable i understand reasonable. what their livelihood is i understand how much time he sounds so somber like he's at a funeral time they put into it i've been around a lot of coaches <laughs> i understand how much work they put into this especially nfl head coaches but, but when you cannot function, <laughs> you're not functioning as a franchise. Let's go back. But when you cannot function, <laughs> you're not functioning. Such a sad little dusty that, fart. It sounds and like his voice. Also, it's hilarious that he says "but" immediately. Right, he's, he's, he summoned it. It's Can we do an A B comparison between the fart and his laugh? <laughs> sure. But. When you cannot fart. <laughs> he laughs like he farts. Cannot function. I look got confused because I didn't think that was a laugh. I thought it was like some just some random when you noise that came. Cannot I think function. it was like a sly laugh. When you're not functioning. <laughs> so then apparently. But wait, I just want to get back to what you said that he said, Sorry. but it's like he summoned the fart. <laughs> it's like his butt wasn't paying attention. Oh, me? It's, it's like an Alexa. <laughs> his ass is, it works on voice <laughs> automation now. But can you remind me what uh, Mon's birthday is? <laughs> when you cannot function. <laughs> I want to hear someone like isolate that fart and just let it play for like a whole four-hour show while he's talking. Like, oh, my God. Well, there's not going to be many more of those four-hour shows. That's right. No, he's still going to do his show. He's just not going to do it on FAN anymore. Oh, so it's just going to be oh, on his app? app? It's oh, going to be no, or on radio.com. Oh. Yeah, some oh. some shit nobody wow. fucking yeah. ever no, listens well, to. Well, here's the thing. No, that's big money. That's big money. That's the thing. Why? All of these, all of these uh, streaming outlets, they're looking. It's like kind of like Netflix and uh -huh. like the, the wars with like Netflix and, you know, Hulu and all of these platforms, all of these big audio streaming platforms are now looking for their talent and they're uh -huh. they're giving out big payouts so can i ask you since you know something more about this than i do like all right so he leaves fan right he mm -hmm. goes to radio.com now i listen to for some dumb reason listen to the mike francesa show how is that content delivered to my station how is that content delivered to me at my house or website but I like guess. so i have to go to radio.com and there's like, there's an app you could download the app and you just have it on your phone. But like so, they just have like lots of different shows, and I just look through. The, I mean, I don't think yeah. people are really going to listen to this shit. To be yeah. honest with well, you, especially that, the old fucks. That but that's what they're that's what yeah. they're banking on. They're banking on his He's audience. He's going to send him. Mons to the home of each. Uh, retirement age <laughs> listener to install the app on their phone and show and them how to them do it. And give them a flyer. Yeah. yeah Mons, uh, you got to check that's plugged in a lot of these yeah. people. Whoever owns WFAN owns Radio.com. Uh -huh. Okay. So, I don't know, man. I don't see people going out of their way for a radio show. Well, that, I think it also just kind of uh, shows how, like, not important he's to the radio show. So, they're like, all right, well, go on the... 
Yeah. We'll, we'll have you on the, I'm trying to read I this. I think it's uh, the opposite. I think, um, I'm sorry, but I just think that, I think you can put a potted plant on in that, in that time slot. <laughs> and like people just are driving in their car and they want the updates and stuff. Like they don't, I don't think there's any, like anything that he's getting ratings. So like, when, so here's the quote from the radio.com person. Okay. Mike Francesa will continue to be a part of WFAN. That's the station he's currently on. And we'll soon also have an expanded role on Radio.com. While we're still finalizing details, this is an exciting move to bring more of Mike's iconic sports talk and farts yeah. to fans and across broadcast and digital in new engaging ways wherever and however lo- loyal sports fans wanted. What does that mean? That's such corporate talk. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. So then, okay, so then the New York uh, Daily News... Uh-huh. Wrote a story <laughs> about, about uh, the fart uh, with the headline: Mike Francesa appears to rip fart while <laughs> ripping Adam Gase. Yeah, that's, that's the head coach of the Jets. Yeah. I love that they just rips fart. They don't even like dressing up. It's just I like I like though, but the URL the URL doesn't have rip fart. <laughs> was it was it on the Larry Sanders show? <laughs> oh, rest in peace. <laughs> I, I like but also though they prevent the lawsuit because it's <laughs> appears to rip yeah. fart they don't right. want to be a defamation well you can sue that someone said you fought it is yeah. that like a thing whatever you want you, you're gonna go to court but that's that negative people fart like that's a that's, that's a, a lie My it was the chair never farted and he's not a person he's a broadcaster yeah. I just so then, the, da- the official daily news headline is Mike yeah. Francesa rips fart <laughs> possible shark so that he acknowledged <laughs> this article on the air you know I just wanted to know what your thoughts were the daily news came out with an article that you ripped the fart I just want to know your point on what you your... <laughs> this is this is why there is no other bastion of broadcasting like sports radio like where else like could you imagine like uh, meet the press you know like, they don't take calls <laughs> I got a one question. How did that guy not laugh? Saying he couldn't even get through Mike Francesa farting without laughing. How did he not? Uh, I heard that you uh, ripped a fart. So do you have any comment on ripping a fart? <laughs> I'll hang up and listen to you fart and answer. When you were ripping Adam Gates, you know, I just wanted to know what your thoughts were. The Daily News came out with an article that you ripped a fart. I just want to know your point on what you your. Oh, he gets so mad. What, what are you talking about? Now he pretends to not know. Do you think he knows? I mean, I, Hold I, on. What, so he, all right, I guess he's seen the article. Though. He has of to. Course. He's such a narcissist. I don't yeah, think, are you kidding I don't me? Think he got he the knows. Google alert At right away. At that point, right. I don't think he knows. No? But really, because that's what I was going to ask you, because like, maybe he really doesn't know that he farted in the first place. Like, because he's such a massive. Like, I think he knows that he farted, and he's in such like disbelief that someone wrote, like, heard it. Mm-hmm. That he's like processing it and trying to deny it at the same time. <laughs> All right, let's hear. So he's he's going through chaos right Those now. Some good mics, boy. Uh, you're you. just a moron. I mean, <laughs> now Mons, what are you sending me a headline that says what? Wait, can we go back? Like, <laughs> I love. The, I'm going to preview this because the best part of this to me is Mike Francesa says reads the headline that he ripped a <laughs> fart. Mike Francesa rips fart. That's why I think he didn't know. Otherwise, I don't think he would have read it. I think that listening to the, I asked you, I didn't know, but now listening to that again, I think he knows. You know what? It might be one of those things where like everyone in the building is so afraid of his bad moods (laughs) that they like 
got rid of all copies of the Daily News. They blocked the website from all office computers just in the hope that he wouldn't see it. And then this motherfucker calls in, lies about what he's going to say, and bring. And then Mon's like, oh, fuck, I guess I have to send him the link. This is, uh, you know. I, I, this is weird. I, I'm trying to find some uh, ray horse racing f- results, and <laughs> Daily News is totally down. I don't get it. Uh, we got our uh, interview in four minutes, so uh, let's just power through this uh, okay. clip really. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what. Uh, you're just a moron. I mean, now, Mons, what are you sending me a headline that says what? They actually wrote a headline that said that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Mods is cracking the fuck up right now. Okay. Okay. Um, He's clicking around. I don't think he knows. Mons has been stabbing his thighs the 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 whole fucking morning. Mike Francesca appears to rip, fought while ripping Adam Gase. (laughs) Mike Francesca appears to rip, fought while ripping Adam Gase. He paused waiting to see. Here's the thing. The five-minute morning, which Anthony tapes in the morning, First of all, I, 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 it didn't happen. It's a complete lie, which Daily News lies all the time. Ah! Secondly, Anthony has to tape that and put it up. If we had something happen, why would we put it up? It's not on live. Because they hate you. If we had something, if we had something happen, he's saying it like Hiroshima happened in his pants. (laughs) If something happened, and also besides that, like he so. Why this wasn't even live? Why would they put it? Because they didn't catch that he farted. Yeah, I mean it wasn't that loud. Maybe he just missed it. They were just—it's actually back something talking. we yeah. tape really and put up, right. so we would never put it up. It's not up live, you morons. <laughs> so if that ever happened, we would stop tape. It would never happen. It's a complete, I swear on my kid's life, it's a oh fabrication. Shows you you should never believe anything. That these morons write. That's is, wow. I mean, listen, they stoop to a lot of levels. This just in: Mike Francesa's children dropped dead in yeah. the street, related to his swear about not having farted. <laughs> that just shows you. We tape those every morning. What a scumbag! Yeah. To go after. Answer like revealed behind the curtain so much just and to protect his own on, ass. On top of all that, farting in the studio with all these people here. What does that smell like? Anthony turns them around. I'm a ghoul. Okay? They're not done live. Anthony has to... He's just repeating himself. He's so frustrated. Did anyone say it was live? Yeah. Well, he's he's alleging that if he had farted, it wouldn't come through because they wouldn't post it. I think he is short-circuiting right now. <laughs> and he's thinking about the meeting that he's going to set up after the show. Anthony's definitely getting fired. He's Anthony n- said Anthony's name fired. like 20 times already. That guy is gone. <laughs> yep. Oh, he did not fought in his fake news, okay? <laughs> he definitely set up a best practices meeting after. <laughs> yeah, well, he, there's like three more videos of this, of him denying <laughs> that he farted. Really? It's like a like a th- this is like a three part series. Well, we're gonna have to get back to yes. it. Yes. Sure. Stay tuned. And I, uh, Rob, whatever you do, I'm, don't fart during this interview. I promise I won't. Before the interview, I want to say that this month, Angel Witch will release their fifth full length, Angel of Light, via Metal Blade Records. Angel Witch's 1980 eponymous debut on Bronze Record created shockwaves that would resonate throughout the nascent realm of thrash doom 
and death metal. Now, nearly four decades later, the band remain custodians of a style that transcends era and archetype. Purchase your copy of Angel of Light right now at metalblade.com slash angelwitch. All right, let's get our special guest on the line. Props to you for saying nascent correctly. Yeah, that was very, very uh, erudite uh, yeah. copy there. Yeah. Oh. They're custodians. Custodians of thrash. Nascent and archetype, you nailed it, too. There's one other in there. Eponymous. This is what happens Eponymous. when he smokes weed less. All yeah, of a sudden look, he says nascent. What are we doing now? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to have Kenny. Don't say his number out loud on air. What? Don't say Silverchair. Don't do it, Rob. <laughs> Stop it. Just don't, don't do fart. it. Don't fart. No, you can fart. That's fine. Hello. Hello, Kenny. Hello, Kenny. Hey. Hey, this is Rob. This? this is Rob from the uh, Metal Injection uh, Livecast. You're on the air with us here. Oh, thank God. I thought you were another creditor. For more money. <laughs> no, we're not. I ain't got any more money. <laughs> we don't want money. Calm down. We don't want any money. But uh, so this is. I'm Rob. I'm also here with Noah, Hello. Sid, hey. and Darren. How are you? And uh, we are all That's very confusing. A lot of guys. Sounds like a bunch of drunken bums. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're later. all we're all sober. We're all Brooklynites. So we all share that in common. Uh, and uh, and okay. we're all we're all fans of, of of Brooklyn and Brooklyn history. South Brooklyn and, and South Brooklyn in particular. And I wanted to know which neighborhood did you grow up in? Was it Avenue M? Was it Bensonhurst? Mid the Midwood area? I grew up in Marine Park. Oh, I grew up uh, okay. on Quentin Road, Thirty First Street. Mm. I went to um, PS two twenty two, Marine Park Junior High, and James Madison. Hey, we got a couple of Madison alums yep. here. That was right near uh, Ace London. Yeah, same high school. Too, right? Same high school. Bernie Sanders went to. Yep. As soon as I heard Bernie Sanders. I knew he was from the neighborhood. Ah, yeah. My mother was in his at in the school at the same time as Bernie Sanders, uh, but not in not in the same graduating class, but like two years apart. Did they hook up at any point? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. My mother was like a retiring shy wallflower in high school. What, what was Bernie? More outgoing. Bernie was like the big man on campus. He was like a track cross country team oh. and baseball and everything. Yep. Nice. Uh, classic annoying overachiever. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Uh, do you still live in Brooklyn? I don't. I uh, moved to Staten Island uh, in 2002. Mm, I, I bought can... a house here in 2002 because my family was growing. I mean, you know, I got two daughters. Mm. And um, we needed a couple of bedrooms. And at the time, you know, I could have bought a house right across the street from my mother on East 35th Street. Well, I should have because it would have been worth like over half a million dollars now. But I bought a house in Staten Island, and actually, you know, I can't complain. I just made my last mortgage payment two weeks ago. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mm. And uh, so is there a particular pizza place that you long for now that you're in Staten Island, a particular Brooklyn pizza place? Well, there's only two pizza places that matter in the world, and that's Lenny and John's. Mm Mm-hmm. On Flappish Avenue, yes, of course. and Quentin Pizza. If you go to if you go oh. to Quentin Pizza, which is on Quentin Road, and Flappish Avenue, you'll get the greatest Sicilian pie you've ever had in your life. Better and than L and B. Huge, it's gigantic. Better than L and B. Huh? Better than L and B. Yes. Wow. Yes. You know, you got to go to Quentin Pizza. Qu- 
Quentin Pizza on Quentin Road and Flappish Avenue in Brooklyn. Are you going to pay? It's going to be 15 bucks. But That's fine. Oh, my God. The greatest Sicilian slice. But Lenny and John's is, you know, has a special place in my heart. I mean, you know, when you're drunk on a Saturday night mm. and you go into the bars on Flappish Avenue <laughs> and you stumble out of the bars, there's nothing like a greasy, slimy Lenny and John slice. <laughs> Especially when the, when the hot oil burns your tongue. Yes. In your mouth. The roof you of your mouth, yes. And that place is quite greasy and slimy, just like the pizza, by the way. It's a huge dump. Uh, they're great guys, though. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. these guys for years. You know? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't meant Evan, to disparage Evan them. Evan Seinfeld from Biohazard used to uh, deliver pizzas yep. for them, man. He made a killing. I mean, Lenny and John's is probably one of the biggest money-making pizzerias mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. It is. There's always a line coming out of that place. It's become an institution, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah, yeah. Well, these guys are millionaires now. And they're still working in a place. Still friggin' pressing out dough. Mm-hmm. Hang out. Now, I got to ask you, so now we got your take on the good pizza. What's the overrated uh, pizza in Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Over, I don't know any over. Like, I don't hang out in Williamsburg, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. What do you know? Um, I'm sure most of their pizza is overrated. But I tell you, I'm in Manhattan all the time, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to get a good slice of pizza in Manhattan. I gotta tell you, that's that, not overpriced, and you know, yeah. there ain't nothing like Brooklyn pizza, man. You know, yeah. I've been to Italy, I've been all over the world. <laughs> the only other slice of pizza that I've had in my life that was unbelievable, and I don't know. I mean, it's a different kind of pizza. It's like a European thin crust. I had in, in uh, Paris, Ooh. probably like I don't know, fifteen years ago, with my wife, who we were in Paris, and this. This pizza was unbelievable. I mean, I don't remember the name of the place or whatever, but that's the only other slice that can compare to what I grew up with in Brooklyn. And it's not that I just grew up with it, and it's just like this, you know, this special place in my heart. It's the taste, you know, what I'm used to. You know, I've had had pizza everywhere, you know. Brooklyn has the best pizza in the world. Everyone should know that if you don't know that. And everybody that lives in New York City, in any of the five boroughs, and this to order Domino's oh. is a fat piece of shit. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. Friggin' lazy. <laughs> What's the point? I don't get it. I mean, yeah, this this is the Uneth- only. Unethical. <laughs> uneducated. Fat piece of shit. <laughs> the only way I can, I can begin to even try to rationalize it, and I would never order Domino's, is that it's its own thing. It's like for yeah, people from pizza. out of town that like they grew up on Domino's. No, like, man, I see people, I see people even when I'm in Brooklyn in my mother's house, I see people in Staten Island. I see the, the guy, I see them pulling up and delivering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, either you're so cheap and right. so Domino's lazy. isn't cheap. You, no, Domino's like, is that, really expensive. You know, you can't look further on your phone or on the uh, internet or you just really like this garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's their kids. So young children have really no. awful taste. In Sid, pizza. stop making excuses. <laughs> Let me tell you Take their children the kids, away. The kids have this. Kids have the same eating habits as the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, and uh, they uh, tip the same tip the same scale numbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, another uh, South Brooklyn institution, sadly no longer with us, was Lemoore, uh, where I'm sure you played a, a lot and, and probably. Had a lot of escapades. Do you have any any? Uh... Dude, I've seen. I saw my first rock shows at Lamar. What was your first, first rock? First rock show at Lamar, like 
1984 T.T. Quick playing an ACDC set. Wow. Love it. Blew my face off. I was like, I don't know, what's 84? I don't even know. I don't even remember what year it was, but I was underage. You know, Mike and George let anyone in back then. I was probably like 16. I weighed like, um, I don't know, 90 pounds. I remember standing in front and watching T.T. Quick. I mean, it was an ACDC fan already. And these guys just laid it down so hard. And that's like, that was one of the experiences that said, I got to do this for a living. I have to do this. Yeah. Second show after that that I snuck into was Circle Jerks. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. That's, it's so wild to think that, like, all of this yeah. stuff was happening in South Brooklyn. Like, I don't know. It, it, it always seemed to yeah. me like you have to, like, go into the city to experience it. But, like, culture came to you <laughs> at this uh, at this particular venue. And, like, South Brooklyn, I feel... Uh, felt like a completely different part of the world in Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, so it was like you know a different state essentially. So it, it, it always it was always cool to not have to go into the city to see a show. We didn't have to. I mean, you know, we had Lamar. So like when I first started going to Lamar, you had uh, that was in the uh, the age of where you know you had bands that did covers, great, and they had a couple of originals they threw in. And then after that, it changed off the actual national acts coming through. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like first generation thrash. I've seen, I saw Slayer on their first record tour. I saw Metallica at Lamar, you know, oh, wow. on yeah. their first record tour. So it, it all started there. And at that time, I mean, I don't know what was going on in Manhattan. You know, it was like, you know, it was, it, it was 80s pop that was going on in Manhattan. So right. all, all the heavy bands came to Brooklyn, they came to Lamar. That's a great point. Like, you know, it like, didn't change. Yeah, it didn't change till like, and it went on strong like that. I mean, Lamar was cranking every night all the way up until Nirvana came out. When Nirvana came out and all the hair bands were slashed down and you know, sent down the river and all that, everything changed. <sighs> At that point, everything moved from Lamar to Manhattan to all the venues in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Lamar is considered a hair club. Oh, it's not cool to play there. Oh, interesting! Interesting little history. Yeah, that's what that's what went down. That's what went down. I remember, um, it was very um, satisfying, though, because you know I played there with all my original local bands and stuff like that. And then um, Carnival played there, obviously. And then when Typo got together, we played a few shows there. It did did okay, you know, because Peter had a following before that. But then when Typo blew up, mm-hmm. you know, suddenly we walked in the door and we we're like, oh, my manager was like 15 grand a night, two nights, because we could sell a place out for two nights. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. George, we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. It was like Goodfellas, you know, all cash, playing two <laughs> wow. nights, selling out merch and Counting cash, stacks of cash in the back room, you know. Was, you guys were like amazing. the huge local stars. My, that was coming like your home to my venue. wife, who was I was with my wife back then. We weren't married back then. I'm, I'm going back to like 1989 or whatever, 1991 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. We weren't married yet, you know. A small apartment um, on 61st Street, mm-hmm. and um, I remember coming home with a stack of greens, saying, "Here, hide this." <laughs> it was it was very 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 satisfying. Uh, you know, I, but then the days of cash, of course, disappeared. Everything went, you know, we had to go corporate, get incorporated, all that stuff. Pay taxes, lame stuff. 
But uh, one thing I want to mention, I love like, cash. that I, 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 you, you made me think of is like how much of an influence Lamore had on all of these bands that kind of grew out of going to see Metallica's first show and Slayer, like you guys, Biohazard, Life of Agony, all those bands, like they all congregated, I assume, at Lamore. Like you know, like that was like your hangout spot or one of them. I, uh, yeah. Everybody played Lamont, you know, all the national acts, all the national heavy acts played Lamont, you know, and um, for me, it was my world, you know, it was my world from uh, late adolescence into my 20s. It's what motivated me to play and, and, you know, to grind it and try to make it, you know, Peter too, you know, Johnny as well. I mean, that's where we all hung out. Yeah, and uh, you know, and the, the the goal the goal of life was to sell out Lamar, and you know, we finally <laughs> did it. it. Took us enough years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I feel like uh, you guys probably had a, a big fan in Danzig because he kept recruiting all all the members to go play in his band. How did how did you guys connect with him? Well, um, Glenn. The first time I met Glenn was we toured with him in '93. He took us out on one of his um I forget which record it was for. I don't know if it was Danzig three or four. I don't have no I don't remember. But it was around ninety three, ninety four. That's when I, when we first met Glenn. And it was a good tour. We opened up for them. We did the States. It was good for us, definitely. And it was, he was at his peak then, you know, as far as for the Danzig stuff. And, you know, that's how we met him. And um Johnny ended up trying out for him. I guess he needed a drummer at one point. This is way down the line after that. Mm-hmm. And um went good. Johnny's still playing with him. Till now. Johnny's playing, playing with him now. It's well over a deck. He's got to be playing with him 12, 13 years. At least now. And then he got me in. I did one black to the black. I don't know. Something like eight, nine years ago. Something like that. I did one run with him, which was fun. So you know, I mean, we've always had, we've always crossed over fan wise, fan base wise. Right, a lot right. of, a lot of, a lot of Danzig fans of typo fans, you know, crosses over. And then, so it makes sense. Uh, and I, one, one more thing about that that era, I wanted to ask about uh, is, I imagine, like, of all the type of fans and, and groupies that. Uh, a metal band would get like a goth rock band would get some very interesting uh, attention from women. Like what were some of the weirder gifts you and your bandmates might have received? Has there ever been anything like what? Like, like this, this girl is weird. <laughs> I, I, I just assume there has to be. Well, you know, look, a gift horse in the mouth. You know? <laughs> I mean, Cupcakes, cakes. I've never eaten any of it. You know, you never know what's going to be in it. You know, right. it could be a rat trap in it, or just a rat. I mean, uh, nothing too wild. Probably the funniest thing. Funny. One of the funniest things I ever witnessed was this goth girl came up to the bus, and Peter was sitting on the steps. The bus, sitting right next to him, and she was she was a little heavy set, um, and and uh, Peter goes. You know, she was all dressed goth, and Peter goes, oh, are you a good witch, or are you a bad witch? And she went, I want a sandwich! <laughs> she wow. said that? 
Damn. She said that. I want a sandwich. Did you give her a sandwich? Oh, my God. No, we died laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the best gift I've ever gotten from a (laughs) god. I love it. Uh, well, did you get her a sandwich? <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's talk. So, how did you? Uh, what like inspired you to, to do Silver Tomb? Uh, you guys just put out uh, a new album, Edge of Existence. I want to mention that, and, and I love it. It's like uh, like a lot of seventies influence. It seems like Sabbath and, and bands like that. Like like, where did you get the inspiration to to go in this direction? Um, I think it's, I think, um, you know, as usual, I just want to capture all the stuff I grew up with, all the stuff I love, all the stuff that, you know, sings sweetness to me, man, you know, all all the progressive rock from the seventies, um, Pink Floyd, Sabbath, I love old T-Rex, especially the slider, um, and I think that, um, I know I'm getting sick of just playing you know metal just metal you know i, I want to expand and um and tap into all the stuff that um made me happy and love rock and roll and, and really like drew me to, to it from the time i was a little kid from elton john down the line you know i mean elton john was the first rock star that i ever worshipped about playing yellow brick road when it came out must have been like seven years old obsessed with it you know david bowie um so much amazing music that um i i was blessed i was lucky enough to be born in a time when rock and roll was at its apex of complexity and and um melds of styles and genres i mean i do think about like one of the first, the first record I ever bought was Queen, News of the World, that I ever physically bought. You know, I was a huge Queen fan. And then the second record after that was Kiss Alive 2. But uh, I grew up in a magical time for rock music. when There was nothing but rock music until the pre-disco. And the musicians were at there their apex, you know, and yeah. their powers. Zeppelin. All, all the albums and, people um, still listen to all the time. <laughs> it just seems to me like if you listen to like a Zeppelin album or you listen to a Queen album, there's no boundaries to the genres that they're going to tap into or cross into, right. you know? And I wanted to capture that. I wanted to, I want this band to be able to spread out that far you know i don't want to be just i know like today the whole thing with genre i mean you're even bottled in more now you know we got algorithmic programs and all this stuff god forbid you cross over genres and do something a little different nobody's gonna know what to do the computer's gonna like start you know spitting fire and smoke (laughs) you know i want to do something that um has no boundaries i just want to do whatever you know, comes to mind, whatever is embedded in us musically from when we were kids, you know, like when I, when I was growing up, so my mother was first generation Elvis Presley rock and roll. She was born in the same year as Elvis Presley, 1935. So I grew up Sunday, 
Sundays she'd be cleaning the house to Roy Orbison and Elvis Presley, you know. That's I mean, awesome. I want to be able to put that into the next record and say, we already did. The next record is almost written. You know, I want to be able to go anywhere <laughs> we want to go mm-hmm. musically in the soundscape. So I think that edge of existence, I mean, it's metal and it's, it's, it's also rock. And it crosses other boundaries, too. But I think it's just the first step. And, uh, you know, the next record is even going to spread out even more. You know, I want surprises with each song. I'm tired of hearing the same formats, the same, um, you know, oh, a song with a beginning and a bridge and an end and, you know, a chorus and a verse. And, you know, get tired of that after a while. Just, I want to be surprised by what we do. That's cool. You know, hopefully other people can hear it or, you know, We'll get into it and I can and uh, catch the vibe where we're at. Yeah, I think I think it's a great vibe to catch. I've really been uh, digging the new album. And uh, are, are you guys going to be uh, like hitting the road? Do you like to tour? <laughs> yeah, of course, of uh, course. I wouldn't. I love to tour. I mean, that's what I love to do. I love live performance more than anything else. Can't stand working in the studio. I mean, so. You know, bottled up discipline and get everything right and all that stuff. I don't like recording. I don't know too many musicians that do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really do this for live performance more than anything else. Uh, we're playing a show at St. Vitus December 21st of this year. Oh, um, and, and then, yeah, and then it's a Saturday right before Christmas. And then uh, we're going out early March. And we're going to do all in North America. So, you know, I don't have anything solid to tell you right now. You know, everything hasn't been confirmed, but we're going to be out there. That's you know, we're going to pound some state stuff and then we're going to get out to Europe. That's awesome. And uh, we will definitely be reporting on the tour dates when, when they are announced. And Edge of Existence is, is out now. And so, like, how long did it take to write? This is your debut record. Like, ha- have these songs been written for a while or, or you've... you've do- was a work in progress. A lot of these songs are very old. Yeah, mm-hmm. some of them four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And now you know? you're, you've already got like now um, now that you like wrapped up. Now that you know what the sound of the band is, you want to experiment further on the next record. You're saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, once you get once once something um, becomes, once you start feeling what it wants to become, you know, and it starts rolling quicker. You know, mm-hmm. um, this album took about. I don't know, a year and a half, two years to write, you know, I mean, we weren't in any rush or anything like that. It took longer to actually record and get all that stuff done and get a deal. But like I said, now it's flowing. The next, next record's already 30 minutes in. Need a couple of more songs. I hope to be recording that in the interim. I'm really hoping to be doing that in January. At least getting like the rhythms down and stuff and, and getting some solid basic tracks down. That's right. Never, never a dull moment for for Kenny Hickey. You gotta keep keep it moving. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna keep going until I drop. You know, and my life is just usually overwhelming. There's just too much shit to do, and too many people bothering me. Too many people with too many needs for me. Well, All I want to do is get a tiki bar somewhere down in the Caribbean with my acoustic and put a hat out. And I want to just, you know, strum some Beatles songs and, you know, make a few dollars, get drunk, 
sleep on the sand. That's a great That's idea. all I really want to do. I'm into it. Well, we'll stop. Uh, we won't take up any more of your time. And uh, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to hang out with us and, and share some memories and, and talk about Silvertomb. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a, have a, have a, have a great night. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you get to Alan B's soon or, or, uh, he doesn't like Alan <laughs> B's. Uh, not Alan B's, uh, Lenny and John's. I was Ellen J's. Ellen J's. I was confusing the two. Uh, and, uh, you're making me hungry. You're making me hungry. So <laughs> we do. Yeah. Have have a great night. All right. <laughs> that was that was Kenny. Yeah. And uh, you got you got you got Silver Tomb correct, but you fucked up yeah. Ellen J. Lenny and John. Of course, I got it correct. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really do like uh, Edge of Existence. A great, great little album. Great little album. <laughs> it's, it's a EP? great album. No, it's a full length. Oh. But uh, yeah. So it's more than a little album. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks full again to album. to Kenny. May he enjoy all the p- <laughs> all, all the pizza. The- that's what I thought it was. <laughs> no, that's it, not what I was. It's an L and P. Yeah. He gave us some really good stories. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the number to dial two and three. Why not? If you want to talk to Kenny. Whoops. And. We're all from the same place. We could probably answer the questions the same as he would. So <laughs> right. call. it's fine. So true. I wonder what bars they went to on Flatbush Avenue. None that still Fat exist, daddies? probably. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Fat Daddy? Of course. It's just a very. I mean, it's just a bar. Celebrity Lounge. <laughs> Not at all. Remember that mm. one? Oh no! Oh no! I don't remember that one. That was on Coney Island Avenue and Avenue M. Which one? Uh, Celebrity Lounge. I remember no, that. I've never. Oh. I never went there, but I remember driving past it. There was one on Broadway. There were scant few celebrities that uh, yeah. showed up in that place. There used to be a bar when I grew up on Brighton by the pizza place, and it Which always one? was like the scariest. It looked like the scariest place. It was just like a dive with like four people in, but it was mm-hmm. like, it was essentially just like most tavern. It was the same yeah. four regulars. There was one by where I grew up, too, that it was always like four people in there. You don't see those kind of places yeah. in Brooklyn anymore. Right. How did they, right not the our huh? You can definitely find them in Brooklyn. In like South Brooklyn. Yeah. Not the neighborhood where I grew up. Yeah. Anymore. The one, there's no. I guess there's there like was the Russian. The one and then it, there's the nightclubs. In, there's no bars on. What's on that one at Sheepshead Bay Road? That's like right by the train station. That there's one just. I know like what that. you're talking about. It's on like <laughs> oh, Avenue Z. Right? The one with like the, the no sushi sign. Yeah, I can't uh, think of the name of this. Let <laughs> uh, figure it out. Is is that to mean like? No Asians allowed, or what? What is? Why would there no, be no? Because <laughs> because there's all the because Sheepshead Bay Road, it was like Russian gentrified, and yeah. there would be all these sushi spots uh-huh. that are like every place. Has so sushi. it's no Russians, is what they mean, right? Yeah. So the commentary is like this isn't a place yeah. to get sushi; it's a place to drink. Yeah, oh. which Russians also like a lot. Uh, so it was. It's like some no Irish bar. Uh, I have no it like sushi. on the tip of my tongue. It's Town Cafe. Yeah, that's what it is. That's not what. I'm is it? Yeah. Now, now that I've looked it's it up, on, it's definitely It's right. on Z, right? Like it's right by the subway overpass. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, ta- I'm thinking of a different place. Thing. I think of Wheelers. Wheelers. Oh, place. I've been That's to Wheelers numerous dump. times. I was totally thinking of Wheelers. That place is the South Brooklyn yeah. East oh, yeah. of all South Brooklyn. That was Lonnie's mom's favorite hangout. So like whenever <laughs> she'd have a birthday, we'd go, go to Wheelers to wow. celebrate Lonnie's mom's birthday. She loved that place. Is she a bar fly of some kind? No, but that was just like where she worked thereabouts. So like her and the friends would like go there after work. Mm. It was okay. their spot. They were like celebrities there. 
Yeah, the food was like fine. Yeah, the food. I think that place is still there, right? Of course, yeah. with their no sushi sign. <laughs> yeah, never, I never responded when I asked if. Yeah, uh, but I was like, "But is there sashimi?" They you said respond. that they wouldn't respond. No, you called. I, I you crank called them. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let's let's get a little more. From, yeah, let's uh, get back to Fartgate. <laughs> Fartgate. Love this sushi talk. So okay, let's let's hear a little bit of this. Take it and edit it. He's still and explaining put it. On. it. Okay, now on radio.com. Why would we do it if it we, if we had something happen that we weren't happy with? We can stop it, we can do it over, and Anthony can edit it. So it's not live. So why would that ever happen? First of all, it would never happen, number one. Secondly, how would you hear? So you're yeah. telling me you heard Unless the noise? Unless it's like his nephew no. and he has to keep him employed. I mean, it's just. Well, I think now he can't fire Anthony because then it would give away that it was yeah, a fart. Yeah, it's true. No, they'll just hire another Anthony, and nobody will ever know. Maybe he went into the program director's office after this. And he's like, that's it. It's either me or Anthony. And they're <laughs> like, all right, Mike, maybe it's time for you to go to radio.com. <laughs> <laughs> we actually like that's Anthony. That happens. Yeah. Uh, and, and so now then there's a second part. <laughs> because there is not one kernel of truth about that. There's a couple of kernels time. in his drawers. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> He's fired him right out there. Telling you the process that we go through with the five-minute warning, <laughs> we turn them around. They are taped, and they're edited by Anthony. Anthony, Again? did that happen this morning? Look, he's shaking his head. No, of course it didn't happen. Oh, wow. He tapes them for me every morning. Right. I mean, what? just to show you how we Use your microphone voice, stuff, Anthony. Folks, Come on. And offensive. And crude. I mean, my God, there's no chance that would ever happen. Number offensive one. and crude. Number the two. guy that just shit his pants on the air is saying someone else is offensive yeah. and crude. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think this Ooh, is if, this is way worse than not owning up to it. Yeah, right. Just, yeah, and he yeah, never yeah, owns up to has. anything. He's never been wrong in his life. But, but why is farting wrong? But even like, okay, even if you don't want to admit it. Just drop it. Move yeah. on. No, I didn't. Next. You dropped enough already, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I did oh not, God. in fact, drop it. It's just like, that was okay. <laughs> Something ever happened accidentally, we would stop the tape and start over, which we have the ability to. What tape? There's no tape. This is how behind the times he <laughs> There's, There's something no happened. <laughs> <laughs> we would stop the tape. Uh, when we go to radio.com, okay, there's not going to be an actual tape, I am told. When you go to radio.com, you see Anthony in the studio. He pops the tape in when you uh -huh. hit play. And then every time you hit play, he has to pop a tape uh, in. Okay. <laughs> Anthony, uh, I'm being told that there's no actual tape I'm hearing. Is this correct? A diskette. A diskette, maybe a floppy. It's just kind of like what my thoughts are, floppy. Sometimes it's solid, but real you know. to real. Got them I mean, loose ass lips. Loose ass lips in here. Tuchus. Tuchus is very, very floppy. Do you think like Mike Francesa has ever said Tuchus? Tuchus, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe in bed with Ro sometimes. Oh, no. <laughs> Ro, can I get at that Tuchus? Oh, oh, my God. Ro, turn over. I'm not into making kids tonight, okay? We got enough. I'm going to go through the back door. The Tuchus. Do it Mons style. Mons style. Mons is Greek. He, uh, he's half Greek. He likes the booty. Likes the back door. Old Hershey Highway. Okay. And roll. 
Don't deny it like I did on the air. You know. You know. And this is a fact. And anyone listening to my show knows this. You queef through the whole sexual process. Okay. And there's no denying it. There is tape. Look, look, it's fine. We can stop the tape. It is tape. Now, actually, he would defend her. I think he's a gentleman. If, if, if or, my, or if she was guilty, he would just divorce her. If if Roe had queefed, okay, we would have stopped the tape. As simple as that. Folks. Anthony was in there. <laughs> I, uh, Anthony very was in easily it. tell her to stop the tape. We have, pull a pro- out. we have a production studio, right? Across, there's a glass wall. <laughs> oh, my God. He can peer in to me banging away. <laughs> they bring him Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke during the process. I get very sweaty. Oh, oh my God. I'm like a manatee. They screen calls for him. <laughs> you, are, you waited online for 90 full minutes while I was jackhammer and row. <laughs> and just to say that, you, you were a fool. You were a fool. You are probably the reason why, if Roe had queefed, <laughs> that she had queefed. Of course, she didn't. Made up, completely made up. <laughs> but uh, no, no. You're no the one queef. full of hot air. <laughs> uh, so just because these Daily News morons like to say this stuff about me, let me clarify for you. We're into the fourth hour of his clarification. Uh, it was not a fought. <laughs> It was not a fought. It was uh, two of my belly rolls uh, gyrating together and generating an air suction for your information. If you must know, not that anyone wants to be talking about this. Oh, my God. And the funny thing is that's probably like the most insightful and interesting thing he said on his show in like three weeks. Him talking about a fart that he did or oh didn't God. produce from his, from his butt. Do it any moment. It's not live. Morons. Yes, the, yes, the morons are the people saying that he farted when he clearly farted. Not the guy denying it for 80 <laughs> minutes on a fucking live radio. That's that not the moron. Who's in the post writes about me at face value? You are out of your mind because it's to the point now. And this is what has happened because of what so happens now on social media. Second. So you talked about how you could put anyone on the air because most people just yeah. want to hear their sports scores yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So for that segment of his audience that have stayed with him and not jumped to ESPN radio, how how many minutes of this before they're like, you know what, let, let's see what's going on on that other station. <laughs> I guarantee you they're not talking about whether they farted or not. Jesus Christ. And then maybe they're like, all right, 10 <laughs> minutes of Michael Okay, Let's see. Mike's got to be talking about something else by now. They jump back. He's still yeah. talking about the, the fucking fart. Yeah, and imagine that now. car rides like, dude, and my fart. I didn't fart. I swear on my I just want the giant squirrel. What the fuck is this? I, I swear my kid's life. I didn't fall. What a thing to ever say. Oh, my God. Let's go. Let's go over to Michael K now. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, this guy sucks. Let's go back. Uh, you know, my wife queefing. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what does it say? New York Times? <laughs> Mike Francesa rips a font? the font. This is the quality programming you can hear on radio.com coming up in the near future. <laughs> Find a very big deck. Can't reveal all the uh, documentation at the moment, all the details, but uh, I will be talking about my farting habits. 
Now, too, because podcast. on social media, you can say anything you want. So <laughs> now the newspapers to compete think they can say anything they want. <laughs> there is not one iota of truth in that. How many iotas was that fart? <laughs> Like at least an eight iota ripper. <laughs> now I wouldn't waste my time going after them for something like the that. The listener's time he gladly wastes his own, not so much. Damaging, but just to show you how ridiculous it is, and offensive it is, and stupid it is. The the just understand the five minute morning the commentaries we tape on. Oh, it just faded out. Oh. There more there's another. There's like so why four would videos. we? Uh, if something happened, <laughs> why would we ended. not edit it out? We that was Anthony lowering <laughs> his mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, this is the same video. We gotta go to that, break. That was the and same. I didn't. Happened. I didn't. I didn't oh. pause. Oh, it's just okay. the audio. They probably out. have to go to and take a commercial break. You know, those are scheduled <laughs> on the hour, and he no. won't let them go. Little clip. Let's cut the commercial. Okay, I'm gonna keep talking about my thoughts. <laughs> It's him just talking over the commercials about his So there's part. even more. There's you know what I think more. actually happened during that pause? Uh, Anthony had to go change the reel-to-reel <laughs> tape. Oh he had to change the tape. There's so much talking. It really is a tape. Yeah. And just, you know what? It's, it's, I wouldn't even comment except somebody brought it up on the show. <laughs> the garbage that these guys, the distortion. And they got right. I haven't even heard of the people who, just, when this stuff is sent to me because I don't, I don't look at it. The distortion so, came from his what, asshole. I just want to yeah. say, like, I feel like I don't care about sports. I am such a, like, this is yeah. so engaging. <laughs> See, you'd go to radio.com for this. <laughs> yeah, I would listen this to this. You don't want to know whether Adam I, Gaze's job's <laughs> on the line, Rob? When it's sent to me, I never recognize the violence because these people now, you know, they find who write this stuff never heard of. Never heard oh. of any of them. Well, oh, just yeah. and <laughs> they're told to write this stuff writing. so they can get page hits. It's probably the guy who called. Yes, they write stuff so they can get page hits. He just, is he about to say that the caller who said the thing is the guy who wrote the article trying to oh, get publicity? I didn't, I didn't catch that. I think uh, that's let, what let he's let about go back to say. Stuff never heard of. Never heard any of them. And they're told to write this stuff so they can get page hits. It's probably the guy who called. It's probably the guy who wrote it. Because wow. all it's about. Oh, my God. Page click. He's losing it. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, uh, fonts cannot melt steel beams, people. <laughs> Mike, Mike Francesa rips apart sports writer who wrote the article about Mike Francesa ripping farts. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, just want you to know, people, the Loch Ness Monster. There's a life and well, I'd probably call into the show to uh, <laughs> deny that the Loch Ness Monster exists. I want you to know that he exists and <laughs> I did not fought at all. Okay. All right. Back after this. Uh, Back meanwhile, after this fart. Meanwhile, if it was the writer who called in, then he's just rewarding him by now giving him a whole extra <laughs> article he could write yeah, on the exactly. fucking aftermath. Mike Francesa denied he supplied it. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone wrote that in one of these. <laughs> that was one of the headlines in these like uh, Deadspin articles or something. Mike Francesa falls flat on defending flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> I like. 
He brought so much more attention to this that, like, yes. now everybody's that, Now that a metal podcast is talking about <laughs> now it. Now he can never <laughs> fart again, by the way, yeah. on the air. So there's, an, there's another Well, he part. doesn't, Darren. Haven't you heard, yeah. been listening? <laughs> but he knows he farted. Come on. He he can never, like, he can has to cut out his, like, 1 p.m. scungeel now. He <laughs> can't even fucking eat lunch before. <laughs> he doesn't He's realize Bino. the cover-up is always worse than the crime. Yes, Agreed. 100%. Yes. Always. It's fantastic. So here's part three. <laughs> Oh and people jump on stuff with my name on it. So they create something like that, which never, ever happened. But they do it all the time. All the time they make stuff up. All the time. So when the president, unfortunately, talks fake oh, news, he's not God. lying. Oh. And it's all started because of... So I mean, I'm not surprised it went here because he's That's been doing a fake news rant now for like seven minutes. Right. Yeah. Social media. Because they don't have... They can say whatever they want. Because there's no policing of that. And now the newspapers are the same way. They say anything they want. They can say you, can we just stop this for a second true. and absorb the fact that he's talking about a fart? <laughs> he's talking about whether they... He's not talking about, like, someone said he was with hookers. <laughs> or, like, he did coke. <laughs> yeah. Or he went to, like, you know, a Dominican they can island. Whatever they want. He, they could just say, I came on the end. Right. I didn't comb my hair. It's right. fake news. They're media. not saying he went, like, Rush Limbaugh to the Dominican to have sex with a 15-year-old. Yeah. They're not saying he robbed a bank. They're saying he farted. <laughs> this is what he's triggered from, he, that he oh, farted. It's a human process. And, he, and on top of that, he very clearly farted. <laughs> or somebody in that motherfucking studio farted. Anthony! Well, he was the only one on mic, so. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. All mics me. point to him. Those are great fucking mics, by the way. I have to say. Like, he's, yeah. he's let's think about this. He's like, bucks. he's like 270 pounds. Got to be easy. He's wearing a lot of clothes. He's yeah. sitting in a chair. There's no airspace between those thighs. Right. For the, the noise to come up. So it's got to penetrate yeah. a lot. He's absorbing a lot of that sound. Yeah. He's like a giant, like, uh, mic cover. Right. And then <laughs> and then to still hear the fart with such quality, that is a good setup. Yeah. Have. Good job, Anthony. I would well, say if the stuff I've Mike fires you. Yeah. Read about me in those <laughs> rags. Not a half of it is true. Rags. Not half of it. Half the fart was Wait, true. Wait, so not a half of it is true. So he's saying that 40% uh, of it yep. is true. I yeah, have, have fought it. 49.1% of that font was correct. <laughs> was more of a little, little peeper. <laughs> little poop. <laughs> uh, and that, I can tell you right now, you can ask Anthony, never happened. Why would we let it happen? We taped those let it and happen. Edit, oh we edit them. Oh, my God, again. They're cut down to, to time, and they are edited every day. They're not live. This is now pushing another like, thing. Another thing he has in common with Trump, he just says the same thing over and over again. He has to fill time. Trump doesn't, so he has an excuse yeah. at least. This is like 11% of his show for the day right Seriously. now. Seriously. Yeah, all of Mons' hard work <laughs> that went into show prep out the yeah. window. Can you ima I, I don't know if Mons should be either happy or sad <laughs> that he's collecting a paycheck for just producing a guy uh. talking about his thoughts for like four and a half hours. I mean, that's sort of what we do. And I yes, think makes more than we do for this show. But the thing is, like, with our show, there's no pretense. Like, that's you know true. we're going to talk about farts and yeah. shit and dick and fucking stupid songs. <laughs> this is like he's supposed to be talking about sports. Yeah. And he's talking about fucking crapping his pants. <laughs> hilarious. Oh, I love it. I love this. This is the only yes. good so just way that you can listen to Mike Francesa yeah. and be entertained by it. Shows you how ridiculous that is. I just, you know what? I, I w folks, I'm telling you, 
Don't even go. They just go to radio.com, get the stuff, and listen to it for yourself. Okay. There's nothing on there that even, I mean, if they put that, something like that in, they created it themselves. Because it never. <laughs> Hold ever. on. Now he's saying they've altered the footage. It's yes. Doctored. Doctored yes. footage. They put in a sound, uh, a, a fart sound effect <laughs> yeah. on my broadcast. And let's just say, to be clear, if they did do that, bravo. <laughs> God yeah. bless them. Great Somebody editing. broke into the studio and tampered with the 360 pa- machine. Somebody uh, broke into the studio, paused the videotape, cut in a fart sound. <laughs> Pasted the tape back together. With with actual scotch tape, because that's the tapes that we use here. <laughs> wow. Master trolling. Whoever put that fart in, if he didn't <laughs> fart. Bless you. Bless your heart. Never happened. I swear my kids never happened. Again? Okay? Again? And that's, like I said, half of what they write is lies. At least half. At least and half. And they do it so they can get Have paid. you ever been that confident in your life that you didn't fart at a given time? Nope. <laughs> nope. I can't say it. I have. Definitely not. Not 100% I cannot say at any time. If you gave me a five-minute window <laughs> that I didn't 50, fart, 50. I would never risk anyone's <laughs> life that no. I cared about. Especially like your own kid. And no one asked him to risk anyone's life. <laughs> it just seems a little too extreme to like swear on your kids over this. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, well, he is. has to show that he didn't fart. But He's even, so okay, like even, he, let's, so like, look, okay, I believe you didn't. Is this you child swear abuse? Yeah, like. I don't believe him. Sorry. I still but even, I'm just saying, like, for the sake of the argument, even if I do, like, I'm on your side. Like, <laughs> swear on your kids. Bro, I had to tell them I'm sorry. I did, <laughs> I, this is the conversation later that night. I did fought. <laughs> but I had to do it. I had to tell them that I had to swear on Jack's life. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Back after this. <laughs> the next headline is that social services come to Mike Francesa's home. Instead of violation, life. can you take kids away because you swore on their life that you didn't I, fart? He'd be thrilled if they took the kids away. They'd oh, probably yeah. fart all the time. 100%. He wouldn't have to take them to WrestleMania next year. <laughs> <laughs> take them out of their area into the child services van. <laughs> oh, my. You, how, how do those things? Kids are probably having to get away from those farts, too. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Imagine what his farts smell like. No. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Salami. Fucking gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> they smell like boiled eggs. They smell like L and B square. You should be so lucky. Clicks. That's all it's about is getting people to go and check it out because that's how those rants. A lot of people now. are going to check it out now. Well, now that you have because they bleed money. Okay, so but that's that's the desperate world they're in now. Unfortunately, they're in a desperate world, and soon. You'll be able to get your news in places where you don't even need them. So they're dying to keep a much like you can get your sports analysis. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not soon. This is like five yeah. years ago already. I like now. We're like pretty soon these yeah. newspapers yeah. they're, they're gonna, gonna go away. Yeah. <laughs> Print media is a, is gonna be a die. You better be careful. Radio's fine though. Yeah, live with creating. I mean, false headlines, lies. I mean, I see it all the time. Stuff that just they say all kinds of untrue. people are farting out here. When and here's not. another example of something that absolutely <laughs> never, ever happened under any circumstances. Just to show you, it's outrageous how it really. It's 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 reached the point of ludicrous. You remember in 1974, Daily News had the headline, Kissinger Rips Fart at United Nations. It was a dirty lie then, and it's a dirty lie now. <laughs> you have a history of doing this. <laughs> if only that was the worst thing he did. Yeah. 
Kissinger explodes fart bomb over Cambodia. <laughs> that was like a 80 megaton iota ripper. <laughs> Any more, Mike? I'm going to read the headline. Oh. Mike Francesca appears to rip fart <laughs> while ripping Adam Gase. Wait a second. I'm going to read the headline. Mike Francesca appears to rip fought while ripping Adam Gase. I love how he hesitates fought. over fought. Like, he doesn't know if he should say it or not, and he just gives in. I have to be journalistically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> he rips, I, I gotta read this. Uh, he, Mike Francesa rips fought. <sighs> it's like you. Bill Cosby w hesitating whether to say fuck when he calls Eddie Murphy in that bit. You cannot say fuck! Okay? <laughs> um... I want to once again give all the credit to Twitter account back after this AFTA. <coughs> Hit them up, follow them for all your Mike Francesa yes. needs. Beautiful, and also you follow them and give us tips and stuff we can use on mm -hmm. the air if we miss it. Mm -hmm. And our Discord chat, you want to give the address to that? Uh, our Discord, you can get the invite. There, I don't know how to do oh, the right, invite. Right. Like, you go to the metalinjection.net/slash/livecast. There's a link. For the invite. Uh, so then there was another Francesca thing last week. We can, we can get to that very quickly. Very quickly. This is like a, this is like a Mike Francesca episode. Yeah. Love tribute. It. So something with the World Series. So yeah, this was <laughs> right. Oh, a week ago. So. Mike. So the uh, caption here is Mike Francesca discusses topless girls who are standing behind home plate in Nationals Park the other night. What? Did this happen? Listen. Yeah. Listen. Well, it didn't come over the TV, The girls though. shouldn't be lifting their shirts up, but the idea you're going to ban them for the rest of their lives, I mean, come on, please. I mean, all right, listen. They shouldn't do it. He why shouldn't they do the it anyway? Like, why, why shouldn't they do it? Indecent exposure. There's children. What's indecent about it? That's just nipples. Uh, but... You know, how are you going to how are you going to enforce that ban for the? You're going you're to tell me what are you going to have their pictures in every every stadium in the, yeah, in, sure the, in, in, in the major leagues that. for the rest of their lives? There's I mean, you're going to ban them. You know, every ballpark. Yeah, it's just a photo I, of their nipples. You know, yeah. Don't let listen, these nipples in. He's losing his shit. Listen to this. It's holding back a fart. For the rest of their lives. I mean, you're going to ban them, you know. I, I, you know, I wasn't even why. <laughs> what, what inning was that? Because I didn't see that. But I really wanted to. Was it on TV? <laughs> Did Anthony. they show it on? What TV? size cups are the titties? See it on TV? Did they, did, 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 they, did the announcers mention it? Were the nipples straight? No, I don't think so. No, they didn't make reference to it. No. Did she fought at all? Uh, if you don't know what I'm alluding to, I'm sure by now you do that I'm these two to. models and you know girls who are would be were like actresses who are attractive oh. young ladies oh, uh, hear that somehow you. got the seats behind the plate, whether they bought them or they were sitting with somebody. I don't know what. Why how is they this got relevant? The, you know, they, they they probably bought them on the. Uh, I was you know, on, I, at least half of my chub was fake. It was uh, yeah. I was <laughs> I was sporting like half wood at that point, like forty nine point nine percent wood. StubHub or whatever, uh, got behind the plate. And if you notice, during the game behind the plate, there was an impeach the president sign. You saw that sign during the game, I right? I saw that. There was a sign that said veterans for impeachment. Yeah, veterans for impeachment. Yeah, I saw that sign. I did not see the girls lift their shirts up. I don't even know what it is. What did you say? It was the bottom of the seventh? Is that what it was? Yes. Got to go back okay, on the so, um, Yeah. Uh, Mark that I don't down know for what me, the was then, But the game was already, it was already a blowout. So I, I wasn't watching at that point. Um, Good sports, uh, man. So, yeah. 
but now the way baseball is going to enforce it is almost, I mean, they, they've actually given them more attention is what they really did. They got, that's what they were looking I for. I think they're saying they were doing it for breast cancer awareness. They really weren't. They, I mean, they, they're two would-be actresses who sent everybody to their website, and then the girl actually went outside the stadium and did it for the cameras again outside the stadium. In I front think of, Mink watched that one. In front of a bunch of cameras, she went out and did it again. So she did, you know, and if you go, I guess if you go to her, you I know, guess. her photos or I whatever know, she has, of course, she's got plenty of those in there anyway. So, I mean, I follow I mean, her she's on a would-be actress. And the, <laughs> this is how she was going to go on her attention. So she I love that he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, it's for breast cancer. Where No, they're doing it for themselves, yeah. okay? Everybody, I know how media works. <laughs> everybody knows the way to get attention, okay, is to uh, cover the NCAA tournament for 17 years until somebody knows you and puts you on the air, okay? And you know <laughs> Bill Parcells, you get some connection. That's how you do it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the chair. <laughs> Back after this. <sighs> what a piece of work. He is piece of work in his drawers right now. Oh, the piece of something. (laughs) (laughs) God. We have so much fun here, folks. Yeah, we do. And you can have fun with us by uh, leaving us a voicemail or some hate mail. Email hatemail at metalinjection.net. Give us your feedback. We always love to get feedback from you. Even though we didn't get any this week, but it's okay. We forgive you. But we gave you a great interview with Blake. You can check it out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. $5 a month gets you at least one bonus episode a month. And we have other cool perks, like Darren can record a voicemail for you in one of his impression voices, including Mike Francesa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You should do the voicemail where it's just like a whole Mike Francesa rant about how how he didn't fart fart. during this voicemail. And with farts in the background. Yes. (laughs) And uh, and of course, if you uh, donate ten dollars a month, uh, we give you a shout out at the end of each episode, and uh, I believe it is that portion of the show right now. Oh, is it me? Um, well, if you'd like to, to do it, Dorinsky, please uh, let us know who <clears throat> are the top livecasters of oh, the week. Lionel Alday. Robert Jesus Delgado Bagalayos Jr., Eric oh, wow. Rabaganush, a.k.a. Justin, Benjamin L. Duderino, Dallas Justin with an E, and Cattle Decaf. Thank you to all of you, and thank you to all of our patrons. And happy birthday to Duderino. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's 37 you know. today. <laughs> no, that was yesterday. But he's not 37. That's a joke. He's 28. <laughs> Still a baby. Little baby. Baby Duderino. <laughs> I forgot that him and Bobka have the same birthday. <laughs> birthday or the day you got her? Yeah. Birthday. Oh, how do you know they, yeah, they know recorded birthday. that? At the, uh, the Korean dog I just, farm? I arbitrarily picked the date. <laughs> oh. How? What, so, because he saw that it was Duderino's birthday, of course. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, they they could, they could knew how, how many months old she was uh, based on when she started teething. I see. Aww. So just... Reverse engineering that. So she you picked born. a date in that range. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How Just old is to celebrate it. She's two years two. old now. Aww. She's an adult. Oh, baby. She had her first period yet? No. <laughs> they ripped out a part of her. Oh, <laughs> Wait, the, the Korean sweet. place did? Or yeah, the Or like that's a procedure that they do when... Yeah, it's called being spayed. I didn't know that was a uterus thing. I yeah. They just, uh, I thought they'd do some chemical treatment that... 
that doesn't work anymore. Oh. Sure they don't rip it out. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's some kind of surgical rip. something. Yeah. There is know. a surgery because she had a, yeah, she definitely had like a scar because oh, we uh, I got her like right after, like a week mm-hmm. after. They gave her, they spayed her, brought her to America, and then a week later she was Damn. in the house. Wow, traumatic, traumatic as fuck, yeah. 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 Poor girl. She was she was still a little like on the meds when when I got her in terms of like just being you know like oh where am I what's going on (laughs) what's this who's this big giant (laughs) so yeah no periods which that would be rough oh man I only have seven more years until I have no more periods I can't wait oh no what a what a crazy wait how do you know it's seven years would you get one of those apps apps that says when you have the change of life. I guess yeah, it'll be eight do. years because I think like a forty-five. That's when. Not necessarily. Oh. Some people have it sooner. Some people have it. Yeah, later. it could be next year for you, or it's ten years, <laughs> or thirty years. Yeah. Didn't a woman give birth at like sixty-five or something like that? I saw something about that recently. But then also, my wife has a friend who my I don't wife. know she's even thirty yet, and she's about to go through menopause, like early what? onset menopause. Oh, it can I didn't happen. Know that. Noah has a clock on at all times. Uh, the <laughs> countdown towards the menopause. Yeah. I have a calendar that I just X out every day. <laughs> this is Noah's <laughs> menopause clock. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you're on the uh, on the pill though, right? Like, you, do you get? Yeah, but I period? still get periods on the pill. Are they like and smaller? Sometimes I get spotting, which is like a period in the middle of the month. Like, it's not, I'm not supposed to have it. Uh, uh, it's a shorter period and lighter, but still annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's still like a little bit of bleeding and all that. Yeah. Ugh, and women's underwear is expensive, and once you get blood on it, you pretty much have to throw it out. Unless yeah. someone's into that. Yeah, there's websites. No, but I'm not into that. Yeah. I don't want to. You don't want to sell your bloody like undies? Brown stains on them. No, but you could sell it on a website and make money. Oh. So that could be one of our Patreon perks. What about <laughs> <it>? <laughs> no, <laughs> for seventeen hundred and fifty dollars? Too far. No, you name the price. It's fine. You know Somebody I, will buy it. I'm just like reluctant to sell to like send something with my DNA. What are they going to clone you or something? <laughs> make don't a know. fuck doll out of your DNA person? It's, it's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win. You want one for yourself now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she's serious. She works there. I wish Mike Francesa worked at serious i would love to just like observe him in the kitchen and just see what oh he's like oh my god he sent somebody to the kitchen yeah he's like i, f- going doing I it feel like uh he would be like a benny howard like he'd need his own wing yeah 100 yeah. yeah. as much as you think you want that i think it would get extremely old after about three yeah. days at work mm. <laughs> Maybe. he'd probably berate you for something at some point You'd think you were one of the World Series flashers. <laughs> Either that or a model, right? Me, one or the other. How, how did you get this job here on StubHub? <laughs> he he would berate you, or he would be like uncomfortably close and touch you with you, mm-hmm. like hug you and stuff. It's very shocking. That, like, the, I feel like the only reason he hasn't been me too is because no women work at WFAN. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. It's all like fifty-five-year-old what middle-aged white yeah. guys. So he hasn't had the opportunity. But if he had the opportunity, you know, something would have happened at some point. Sure. Well, women flee him like the plague. Yeah. Except for Roe. Yeah. Ro. Probably felt up God Leslie Visser in like 1983. She just hasn't told the tale yet. Pam Oliver. Who's <laughs> a real great gal. Oh, those poor women. 
<laughs> you know, if he does get me too'd, we're gonna hear that fart rant again. <laughs> oh yeah, about for sure. Ten times longer. This is Could you imagine? Nose. I never diddled that broad. One hundred percent. I swear <laughs> my every minute of it. I swear my kid's life. Uh, uh. I never touched a hiney. <laughs> I swear on the kid I had with her. <laughs> Wait, no. It's not mine. Oops. Call Maury. <laughs> oh my god. Never touched the tits. That was, uh, oh. was just brushed up against an elevator. It's, they can write whatever they want now. Whatever they want. Anyway. We were on a float at the Yankee Parade. It was close quarters. What do you want? Wow, that must have been a real long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is he a is he a Mets or Yankees oh, fan? Yankees. Yankees fan. Of I, can I say one thing though in defense of Mike Francesa? Oh. Of all the shitty hosts on WFN, and they're all shitty. He is the least shitty towards the Mets. He is the one person that is gives them like props or calls out stupid, shitty, anti-media bias against them. Mm. So I will say that in his defense. That's a low bar. Yeah. Because WFN is full of... It's like basically the Mets slander station. Really? Yeah. Well, because the Mets used to be on that station, and they aren't anymore, so now it's like fair game. Yes and no. I do think you make a good point. Like, they did heighten that, but they were doing that long while they were on the Mm. the station. While they were being broadcast on the station, they were getting slandered, which is part of, I think, why they signed the deal to get out of there. Probably. I mean, the original deal was the Yankees. Why? No one cares about this, but the Yankees were coming to WFAN, and it was going to be like they were both going to be on WFAN. Which is a bad idea to begin with. Right, and then the Mets were like, no, fuck this, and they just went to another station. Yeah. But, like, why would you stay on a station and let them profit off you when they're shitting on you constantly? Um, What about, like, what's his take on the Cyclones? That doesn't really come up. I don't think he has a take. I don't know know they exist. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't go to Brooklyn. But it's a site, like, that kind of thing doesn't come up on sports. It's like like a minor league team. People don't really, they just talk about the major league teams on sports radio. Okay. All right, then. <coughs> News 12 might cover the cycle. Yeah. Mm, or New York 1. New York 1 wouldn't even deign to cover the cycle. I think I've seen Roger Clark. Yeah, they'd there. send him for oh. like some kind oh, of like promotion. Yeah, but yeah, that's something. if they have like yeah, a yeah. night. Right. Yeah. You know, like a, a, a fun a night. There's a human interest yeah. story yeah. to it. But yeah. they don't say this is what the Cyclones did last night yeah. in the game, you know. <clears throat> they should. Sure. Why not? Got plenty of time to film. Just bump the Yankees news. <laughs> but we're out of time, folks. And uh, we got to stop the videotapes. Yeah. But, uh, we got to cut the tapes. <laughs> a- Anthony, Anthony, cut the tape <laughs> off. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. We will be back next Tuesday. We have a member of Stick to Your Guns calling in, I believe. Mm-hmm. So please tune in. Okay. We'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see you then. Oh, who cares? Oh. <laughs> what an ass. Okay. <laughs>